This podcast is brought to you by High Five Tom, a proud family member of Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. And honored to be part of... The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shiny Wizards Network. Entertainment, here. Revelry with Will and High Five Tom. Well, what up, High Fivers? Uh, it's your boy, High Five Tom, and I've got my very good friend out here, Mr. You're Too Slow, Will. Will, how are you this evening? Doing all right, Tom. Doing all right. Well, but uh, I, uh, I, got, I, got, I got a little news. Got a little news. To spill the beans. Wow, and you, uh, yeah, you did share. I don't, share... I don't, I don't, I don't talk about the shoot job very much, but I'm a. Uh, in addition to getting a promotion within the last couple weeks, I also was made uh, employee of the month. Wow, wow! So I'm hot dogging this this first uh, third of 2023. Look out, see what the rest of the year holds. Wow! So we just have to call hopefully, you. Employee... Hopefully, it keeps going up, and it's not just downhill from here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, before we dig a little bit more into Will's uh, employee of the month status here, we do have a personal friend of both of us, uh, somebody we both know in the real life and actually hung out with. And uh, when we started doing these bonus episodes, uh, one of the first persons, but our good friend, Mr. David Bauer. David, how are you? I'm great tonight. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Listen, you were definitely listening when we started doing this. I'm like, you were very high on the list, so we are glad to have you on there. But, um, yeah, it's good to see you, my friend. So, I mean, how are things on your end of the world? Uh, everything's great here. Can't complain at all. Best, best move I've ever made. Yeah, no snow or anything down in Austin or anything? Or, I mean, down in the Lone Star State? A little bit of ice, but, you know, I'm, I'm used to it. It's no big deal. Yeah. I don't want to blow up your, your location spot or anything. So Listen, it's, it's almost a 300-square-mile city. I'll be okay. They won't find me. Yeah, that yeah, a three hundred square mile city in a state that's probably three million hundred square miles. So. Yeah. <laughs> Texas is not short. The large, the largest exit sign I've ever seen in my life was crossing to Texas from Louisiana on Highway Ten. It was exit eight eighty two. I'm like, I have to go eight hundred and eighty two miles before I leave this fucking state. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, but uh, but will. Wow, so uh, I mean, you uh, you guys have won a trip. Uh, you've been promoted. Got a raise on your employee of the month, and she actually just got a promotion today too. So we're we're firing in all cylinders here. Wow, I mean, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, Faith and I both got promoted this year too. So, damn, I mean, we're, we're we're all having banger twenty twenty threes. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, do you get do you get anything special for being employee of the month? I mean. Uh, I get a sweatshirt I don't have to pay for. That's cool. Um, they they put my picture up uh, by the re- the registers so all the customers can see. <laughs> I'll get a I get a name tag. 
and they put my picture up on the whiteboard up in the break room. And people can write nice things about me. I mean, the real clutch is it puts you in the running for star of the year. Wow. And if you're star of the year, they have like a you know, like the banners they put up at like sporting venues where it's like just like the big like white like whatever not mm-hmm. fabric, but you put up like the gas station letters on it. They put up one of those with your name on it, and the store manager writes a letter about you that hangs up next to your picture. Damn. So that that's what I want now. That's what I want now. He's got a taste now. He wants it all. Yeah, I want it all. My uh, my uh, my store manager actually, they the the place I work for puts out this like little like monthly magazine thing, and they did like a bunch of awards. And my store manager was in the top. 10 list for uh, in-store workplace safety. Wow. Damn. So I'm going to have to have him sign it and be like, you never told me. And I also didn't read it, even though it was mailed to me. But wow. it's very, it's uh, very cool. But for more serious questions, uh, David, is Antonio Hauserman still making experimental music at harvestmanrecords.bandcamp? Uh, I think he has a new link now. He uh, kind of consolidated everything. He had a couple of different band campaigns and uh, he kind of consolidated everything down to one. I'll have to get the new link for you. Hell but uh, <clears throat> yeah, he's not only still making new music, he put out two splits uh, this week with other people. And then uh, he recently just started doing production on his own cassettes. Nice. Nice. Yeah, actually, if you could um, send me that link for two reasons. Um, a, I haven't bought it on Bandcamp yet, and I'm an asshole. Uh, but I'll put obviously put it in the notes. Um, but also our good friend, um, that our one of our mentors, Mr. Tony Z of the Shining Wizards, actually uh, actually asked me that same question. Um, when I told him that you were coming on, but that is a good segue. Um, so will I think I? I mean, obviously we've talked about this on the podcast, but I believe this episode will be our debut. On the Shining Wizards Wrestling Network. Hot diggity dog. Um, yeah, still kind of in shock, but I figured, I mean, obviously having, so if anyone's wondering and not familiar with our backstory, um, so yeah, I mean, obviously we met David through uh, the Shining Wizards Discord. Um, I met him in person for the first time, probably what will 15 minutes after I met you. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. I, I saw Tom walking the opposite direction that I was walking in because I was looking for him and I recognized him from the internet and good thing neither <laughs> of us were serial killers and then yeah we went into the room checked in and then we legit went like downstairs immediately and met David down in the lobby there yeah at our swanky little hotel that I didn't realize that you pull the door out of the shower but I mean it is it, what it is we, you know you keep bringing it up we were all ready to leave the fact that you can't tell that you're supposed to pull the shower door open. And you're trying to push it in and get in and then close it behind you. Yeah, I just, yeah, you know. You, you were just a mess that weekend. You lost your credit card, couldn't figure out the shower. It was all sorts of. Yeah, but it was well, well worth it. So, 100%. That was a good weekend. Yeah. And also, and, um, you know, not to, to blow up your spot or anything, David, but you've actually been to my house. I have, yeah. I uh, took a little detour to the Midwest before I moved out here to uh, Texas to visit a couple people and 
you were nice enough to let me stay at your place. Gave me hundred bucks or so on a hotel that night. Feed me dinner. Your uh, wonderful wife, delicious dinner. Did the pumpkin Here's chili? Didn't you? Yeah, the pumpkin chili was so oh, good. Pump- yeah, it's really fucking good. I've, and, I've heard I mean, about this chili. I've, I've heard stories. And then, <laughs> of course, you know, with you moving to Texas, we had to order a tornado for you. So that was <laughs> yeah, <fun>. right. So <laughs> but there's there's tornado warnings going off. I'm like, do I do I wait? Because you were taking a nap. And I was yeah. like, do I wake him or what do I do? But the tornado didn't show up. So Yeah, that's that was, good. That was wild. Yeah, and then two hours later, I mean, clear skies. You had to clear sailing for driving after that and everything. So uh, I actually dealt with a ton of rain, I think, that day. But I dealt with a ton of rain on that whole trip. Um, the entire time, uh, from the moment I left Oklahoma, so the whole six hours from Oklahoma to Austin, it rained the whole time. Ugh. Yeah, Oklahoma. It was that was the worst place I stayed. You know, shout out to Oklahoma, but Oklahoma, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Hey, Smash, do you want to come say hi? Uh, come say hi. That one would have made Garifo proud. Yep, <laughs> for sure. So um, maybe it was but, just uh, Muskegee, Oklahoma. That could be it. I don't know. Maybe the rest yeah. of the states okay. You know, but you know, I, I'm glad to announce that. Um, speaking of KJG, um, David actually did watch his homework for the episode, um, as opposed to you know other people. But uh, you know, I, I, I called it griefing it in the text message. But I mean, there's been two or three occasions since we've been doing this podcast where I've not watched something that I was supposed to watch, whether I watched the wrong thing or I just. <laughs> didn't watch it at all. Yeah, but you make it work, though. I you mean, knew as soon as Tony's like, Kevin, what do you think? He's like, it's the best show ever. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so, I mean, I'll, I'll bullshit aside. So, um, you know, you can do, you hear about the Shining Wizards Network. Um, in our new intro, Will, I don't know if you actually heard, but uh, we actually have a new intro. And we actually have a logo now, so we're like, you know, 66 episodes in, and we're like moving on up. We got it, right? You know, Fire and 2023 is going to be the year. You know, this is going to be a, uh award-winning podcast. Yeah, I mean, you are Wrestling, an Oprah... Wrestling Observer is going to be paying us to advertise on our show. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, why the hell wouldn't they, so... What are you doing, Smokus? We got we got to get some shirt. of that. We got to get some of that Tony Khan money. Yeah. <laughs> Why? So we can fuck us more on Honor Club. Oh, did I say that? Not my hey, I, I would take even if they gave us the free Honor Club. <laughs> That's not even an option, is it? No, you you can't even watch the new stuff without the paid account. Yeah, and you can't watch like two thirds of the old stuff you could previously on Honor Club. Uh, so I'm I'm, I'm going to rant on here before um, I rant yeah, on the Discord. Just, but just scour eBay for some old DVDs. Somebody's probably trying to unload them. <laughs> Which I mean, I wouldn't mind having hard copies, but I mean, my, like my buddy Joe does all those like pro wrestling crates and whatever. He's got so many Ring of Honor DVDs. I mean, they were a DVD company, you know, so. And they did advertise Final Battle on this one. So, yeah, it's it's just like, really? I mean, you're taking you're taking events off. 
you know, from what was on there they, previously. They might have goofed. I mean, if they recoded stuff, it's possible stuff just didn't. Send a send a, a letter to help desk. Be like, excuse me, there's some programming from two thousand uh, five. Two thousand five. I would like to watch. That was on here previously when I was paying for this previously. So, and uh, I like to introduce on the podcast here uh, David's cat Jade, very pretty kitty. We are yeah, we are yeah we are very pro pets on on this podcast so. Pro, pro cats especially because I feel like every oh, yeah. it's it's all been cats. No, we haven't had any dogs yet. Well, yeah, Brett's could... went, yeah, Brett's roommate's dog made an appearance, but that was just wolfly. Oh, that's right. But uh, yeah. Other than that, so I mean, everyone's good. So I think we're gonna transition here uh, to our question of dishonor. And uh, sorry, David, I know I sent you that like an hour before we recorded because I'm a fucking dipshit. Um, it's no big deal. I know it's hard to believe, but I used to be smart, but I get used to get kicked in the head a lot. So, all I right, used to be smart too, but I don't have an excuse for why I'm not anymore. <laughs> Blame it on the on the alcohol. So, so yeah. <laughs> uh, um, our good friend Brundon's uh, pretty much the third member of our podcast. You can follow him at the Irish Misfit Honoring of Honor. You can just click that follow button here on this episode. Uh, but quick question of dishonor. If you could pick a Ring of Honor manager to manage you, who would it be? And his answer, uh, Larry Sweeney, 12 large. He was amazing. Easily on par with Prince Nana. The stable was always awesome. Plus, I would work out with Tony Dolan, abuse Bobby Dempsey, and learn from Sarah Del Rey. Someone we do not see on TV nearly as much as we should, Will, but... I miss seeing Sarah Del Rey. Well, I mean, we, we really don't see any women on TV, Tom. No. I mean, it's mischief. Me, you know, and we see Veda Scott, but I mean, she's not wrestling, so. Hey, we, uh, we did see it. We saw Athena a couple weeks ago. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Larry Sweeney's been listed. I unfortunately don't know a lot of managers, and then I was kind of thinking, I'm like, you know, obviously we've been beefing with Truth Martini recently. Um Maria, I mean, yeah, it'd be cool, but honestly, uh, I don't know if he could serve a manager, but I mean, I'd have to pick Steve Carino. I mean, if he's going to manage my life, fucking forget about it. I mean, I feel I like mean, he's, in a, he's in a largely managerial role right now. Yeah. I mean, especially this episode. Um, but yeah, I mean, I could just see him interrupting people that are arguing with me. Um, you know, he could fight people for me. You know. You know, hopefully he doesn't go around, you know, picking on on mentally handicapped people like he does on TV. But, um, yeah, I mean, Steve Carino would definitely be my pick. And then if I can be the same stable as, uh, you know, Jimmy Jacobs and Kevin Steen, count me in. I mean, I mean, at this point, Scum's 48 people, so I mean, I could be in that stable and don't even notice, so. You're all but, uh, Yeah, which, uh, which one of you guys, uh, managers, would you guys like? To run your life. Uh, I I didn't have a ton of time to think about this. First person that um, jumped into my mind was Truth Martini, only because my um, scope of Ring of Honor is very small. Uh, I didn't start watching independent wrestling until 2014. Um, I didn't know it existed, to be honest with you. Um, and uh, that was kind of who was big at that time. But uh, with 
hindsight and current day, I, I think Prince Don is like the obvious answer. I kind of think the guy could could get me in uh, the place that I want to be, you know? Yeah, Prince and Don I think... Is, Prince Don is great. Yeah. I want to oh. throw it out in the ether again that if you dig through the Shining Wizards archive, they did an interview with Prince Nana, and it was an excellent interview. That was yeah, a while yeah, ago, right? It was a, it was a while ago, yeah. Oh, me, I'll check it down. Like, I think I want to say it was like four or five years ago. Um, actually, okay. And then, real, uh, who's your manager? Uh you know, as much as I like to say, you know, Aveda and Maria Canales, you know, for reasons, you know, I'll, I'll go for Papa Briscoe. Oh. I'll, I'll pop a Briscoe in my in my corner. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that, that's a good pick. I mean, before I shaved and everything, I mean, I, I look like a Briscoe, but um, yeah, I mean that fighting on the farm stuff. I mean, Papa Briscoe ain't fucking around. I mean, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat where I'm not super familiar, but I mean, like. When I think of Ring of Honor, I really don't think managers. Like, I don't feel like there's a ton of really managers to pick from, especially with the point we're at now. I mean, we've really only seen Truth Martini, R.D. Evans, and Prince Nana. Nana. And Carino, if you want to count Carino. And Maria Canales. Brutal Bob. Ooh, could have picked Brutal Bob. No. We, we, I mean... we could have got, we could get dunks together. We could, uh, Go pack the car. No. <laughs> yeah, but if I mean Papa Briscoe is your is your manager, dude, you get scrapple all the time. I'm I'm you know Papa Papa Briscoe is because I want to be a, I want to be like an honorary Briscoe, right? So I, I need Papa Briscoe's approval. Yeah, and it's a very limited stable. So I mean, you get I mean all the attention. I'm you know because I'm an adult, I'm not a child. Mark Briscoe approved the child labor. Um, watch, watch, hey EW, um, if you haven't already. Oh, I is that the link that Brendan sent us? I sent that, but yeah. Okay, it was okay. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was great because it it perfectly towed that line where it's like, if you don't know, you would think that RJ City is just making fun of this hillbilly. But to know that Mark's totally in on like all the jokes and like he gets that it's funny. Yeah. And uh, I'm just going to say it here real quick because Mark's not actually on this episode. Um, but for those that don't know, if you're a first time listener uh, to Ring of Honor Revelry, um, Willow and Tom here definitely believe that Mark Briscoe is a goddamn national treasure. The guy's just fucking great at everything he does. Um, so that was RJ City that was on that that video clip then, huh? Okay. Yeah, that that's his segment he does. It's Hey EW instead of AEW. Is that part of like? Is that an officially AEW sanctioned thing? Yes. Mm-hmm. Jesus, really? It's been running for a while. I've, I've heard it's they're a- all great. This is the first one I've actually watched. Uh, they're all oh. very fun. I've, I watched all of them. So I'm assuming Art- that's on like their YouTube. It's on the YouTube. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's fucking great. RJ City is very funny. It's it's not going to be everybody's kind of funny, but he is funny. Wasn't he on Family or on Family Feud with Dalton Castle and everybody when all the wrestlers were on there? I believe so. Yes, he is also uh, featured a lot in uh, "You Can't Kill David Arquette." 
Yeah. The, the documentary where he's uh, learning to be a wrestler. Because he's pretty much the one that's training David Arquette, right? It was largely him. It was, it was him, and you see Bateman a lot, too. Oh, that's what you said. I wonder where that guy's at. He's in New Japan. He's in uh, the New Japan Strong. He's got a okay. stable of the Stray Dogs. Okay. And um, are Vinny Marcelli and Dutch not signed with NXT yet? I don't know what, what's going to happen. I mean, he's been posting and teasing stuff since Ring of Honor closed up. So, I mean, I'd love to just see him end up somewhere. Isn't he doing a death match with, like, Nuch Gage or something like this weekend or something? I don't know, but. I don't think so. I think you're, I think you're, you're mixing up Vinny's, but. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely could be. So, I mean, you know, the sobriety, I got too many brain cells working and everything. So, um, but real quick, so I, I kind of know the story, uh, but David, um, you know, obviously as the Shining Wizards are the people that brought us together, uh, you know, initially and whatnot. How did you actually discover that? I mean, I know you're a New Jersey guy and originally, obviously, but how did you come about the, the Wizards and when? Uh, so in, oh man, I guess it would have been 2012, 13, something like that. Um, I had a friend that I worked with at Walmart and uh, he used to go up to Raleigh for the uh, shows all the time. And uh, he, I think, ran into Kevin uh, and he told him about the podcast and then the guy came back to work, told me about the podcast, and I'm like, yeah, I love listening to the podcast. I'll check it out. I've just been hooked ever since. Wow. So, I mean, you're, I mean, you're pretty, I mean, you're day 10, 11 or so-ish, huh? Um, Both I you and Bill. I don't remember which episode I, like, started on, but it was definitely, like, low 100s or, like, right before 100. Wow. Yeah. It was, it was within year one or two, for sure. Yeah, because I was on, I was, I mean, they were well, the uh, like 440s or whatever when I first started listening. So I was, I was a late bloomer, but well, shit, I mean, I didn't even start listening to podcasts till the end of 2015. So if that tells you anything, so. Yeah, I was just uh, kind of burned out on music at the time and uh, I was looking for something different. And I was listening to some like crazy podcasts back then in those early days, like all kinds of stuff. But uh, I mean, yeah. the, those, those early Wizards episodes are, are like the Wild West. You never know what you're going to hear. <laughs> They, definitely they really those, are keep the volume down when you're listening to some of those older episodes <laughs> yeah I, I i remember there was a certain button that liked to be pushed all the time oh, there, uh, was, I was, there was there was a couple of gas, there, there was a couple that were like ooh. <laughs> yeah i made sure i kept my little uh booth doors closed when i had the wizards on when i was working at wawa <laughs> it's it's almost funny yeah. to hear them now, like how there's stuff they kind of skirt around now. It's like, oh, you can't say stuff like that. It's like yeah. you guys aren't too far removed, where right <laughs> from we were saying way worse. Uh, speaking of them, before we get too far from it, the uh, because they have the archives online, it's nice. Um, it's episode 480 from May 12, 2020, with Prince Nana. Really? Yep. Uh, okay. They might have had him on a second time, but that's the one that comes up when you Google it. Yeah, because I was listening then, so... And that's yeah, right I, before the world flipped upside down. Uh, right after, actually. A couple okay. months after, yeah. Wow. I remember, uh, vividly, I remember I had a milk delivery job at that point, uh, delivering to 7-Elevens, and it was... Uh, a lot of times I'll go up north, uh, right around where they all live, and uh, I was always wondering, like, I wonder if I'm going to see one of these guys one of these days while I'm delivering milk, you know? Oh, David yeah. Bauer the milkman, huh? I, I remember those yeah. days. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, and you were and listen, you were one of the original Discord members too, right? Um, actually, I think I jumped on Discord uh, pretty late because uh, I found Discord a little bit confusing when I first started using it. So I kind of brushed it off. I'm like, oh, I'm just not going to do that. Um, and to be completely honest, I still find it pretty confusing, but I've got the basics down at this point. Yeah. See, the, the Wizards Discord is pretty cozy. Mm -hmm. But you go to like, you're in the into the combine one, like that overwhelms <laughs> me. Like I, I venture in there if I've got something to say, but like I don't linger because there's just so much. Yeah, and so I so have, everybody's like so active there. It's like I don't know how you all have time to be so active in here. Yeah, with uh, with that one in particular, um, I'm only uh, I only have notifications on for like six or eight channels in there, so it's manageable. Um, and that's Good where call. I find a lot of my new music, to be honest. So I I love that one too. Yeah, great great group of people. I just wish I knew mm -hmm. how they had so much time to just find and listen to like all this stuff. Uh, I just I had one of them help me out greatly today. Actually, there's a an underground uh, dungeon synth label that I like called Grindstone Records. That uh, they have a like a subscription service. It's like three bucks a month, and you get like their whole library if you subscribe and all that. And uh, they do early releases of like vinyl and stuff for um, subscribers. So That's I went to go cool. subscribe today because they released a vinyl that I wanted, a color variant that I wanted, and. Uh, I couldn't subscribe because, like, there's this. I don't want to get fully into it, but there's this weird issue with my card and my uh, my debit card and my zip code because I moved so far away, and the bank keeps telling me it's fixed and it's not. So one of them literally like has me sending the money on Zelle and ordered the the vinyl to come to my house and oh, like yeah. sent me a screenshot of the receipt and everything to prove that he actually did it. So good people. That's really cool. So three dollars a month. That's a good fucking deal. Yeah, and you get their whole library like. For the three, as long as you're subscribed, you have access to the whole library. You don't have to buy anything. You can just have it downloaded. Let's do it. That's tight. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, because there's a record label on up uh, called Upstate Record. I, I thought about doing the same thing. It's yeah, it's five bucks a month, but um, I think you got to buy the whole discography separately. But um, I thought about doing that, but we'll see. Um, yeah, because I don't remember. So, and then you did, were you the one that told Will about that Discord, or Will did you tell? David, about the one that you guys are both in, or you guys just both in at the same time and didn't even know. I I brought no, uh, I, I brought David over. Okay. Yeah. And then I brought. I want to say it was a, a fellow who goes by Michael Thought. I believe. Oh yeah. He he dabbled in the Wizards Discord a little bit. He's not really active there, but he. Because mm -hmm. there was a while where like stuff was getting shared, and if it was anything wrestling related, it's like Will Mercer metal because that was just like oh Will's like. The, the resident wrestling fan <laughs> and he's like oh i kind of started getting into wrestling for, in the pandemic i'm like oh come over to the the wizards discord it's free I'm like everything's split up by channels so like if you're watching wwe and you want to talk wwe you can just go to that channel like if you decide you want to watch impact you can join the impact channel or anything like that but it's not super active in there which i mean i can't blame i mean like if it's so I just joined um comic book couples counseling has a slack, which is just like Discord, but they only yeah. have like two channels on it. So I'm like, oh if I want to find something, I guess I just need to scroll through the the one channel until I find it. Yeah, I gotta I still gotta listen to that episode I did with David, Daniel Warren Johnson yet. So I still don't have my do a powerbomb book yet, Will. They're uh they're actually gonna be starting a new 
feature type thing, and I believe it's going to be something they're doing with Daniel Warren Johnson. That's cool. It's very cool. Yeah. On the topic hope- of uh, wrestling comic books, everybody got to keep an eye out because Mike Spear is going to be putting up a Kickstarter soon. Which oh, I believe shit. is going to be for getting hard copies of the second issue of shit. Is it CWA? Does that sound right? I think so. His his wrestling comic. The second issue is out digitally, but not in hard copy yet. And he said there's a Kickstarter coming soon. Okay. I donate to that. So and David, I don't remember, are you into like comic books at all or anything? Um, I'm into like the comic culture. I I don't really mess with the books too much. It's just mm-hmm. a kind of a hobby for me. Yeah, I just like I mean I'm I'm very on the peripheral side, so basically Will keeps me posted on all this stuff, so Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I dabble mostly with like stuff I know is gonna be shorter runs. There's mm-hmm. like I'm keeping up with like something is killing the children through like trade paperbacks, but like that comes out on such a regular basis that it's like I wait a couple months and there's like a new one, so it's not like I have to wait like a terribly long time. Yeah, I mean I, I've read some things. Um, I read all of The Walking Dead. Um, there's another series called Fables that I learned about because they made a Telltale game out of it. Uh, I've read that. Um, there's another one called Chew, where it's like a detective and he has to eat pieces pieces of the pieces. I've seen, oh my God, pieces I've of almost, the people that he's investigating. The um, shop I go to has a couple. I don't know if they're necessarily trade paperbacks because they don't look mm-hmm. big, but like I I read like the back of them. This sounds like a really. It's something different. Yeah, Chew is very good. I would I would recommend it. I'll I'll pick that up the next time I go to I go to pick stuff up. But like I'm I'm more so drawn in if something flat out tells me it's only gonna be like four issues or it's only gonna be six issues. Because yeah. then I can ride that train and like, you know, I'll 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 pick up four issues of something, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas like, am I gonna like everything else, it's like I have to go with trade paperbacks because it's like there's so much stuff. And it's like if you go to a comic book store and you just go to the Batman section, they're currently running. There's like there's like walls worth of just Batman comics, yeah. And they're all different, and they're not interconnected. They're just all different Batman series that are running. It's like, yep, it's overwhelming. But not everything gets made into a trade paperback, so I kind of go by that too. It's like, oh, they actually took this series and like packaged it, so this must be mm-hmm. one of the the more popular ones. I should read that. And there's no yeah, way, like the one that do a power bomb thing that I, I order will. I mean, I wouldn't be getting like a second press or a printing or anything because I mean, I want. I mean, I, I want our first printing of this fucking thing. I, mean, I pre ordered it like two months in advance, so they're not doing like second or third printings of those, are they? I mean, I have no idea. I mean, there are some sites that you go that say they're sold out. Like, there's some comic book shops that I was ordering like single issues from that say they're sold out of it. Mm, okay. So I don't. I don't know. I haven't picked up a trade yet because I wanted to pick one up from a store, but I haven't. The only place that I know has them is close to an hour away. And I can't justify just with, you know, going up for a drive that far kind of out of the way for right for that. Um, there's a place in uh, Manchester. There's a big one in New Hampshire. It's called Double Midnight Comics. They just opened a new spot. In Manchester, it's a bigger spot. I haven't looked there. 
haven't been there since I haven't checked out since they've moved locations. So maybe I'll, I'll check in there, but I mean, I do have all the issues and all the covers, so I could just read it front <laughs> to back. And, oh, so yeah. I mean, you know, obviously I'm not quite that dedicated, but I mean, I was only dedicated to this because kind of like Matt, it was kind of like Matt with the action figures, right? You get on the ground level. It's like, I'll, I'll go in. And at first I thought there was just going to be like, seven or eight different covers for like number one and then there ended up being like 13 for number one yeah and then like some of the other ones had like three and it's like oh man this is this is becoming a thing <laughs> yeah i got to that point in one at one time i was trying to collect everything that kevin smith had written as far as comics and uh i was like out hunting for like uh green arrow comics that he had written and stuff i'm like oh man they have like two and six but i need like four and eight you know like it i get what you're saying And by the way, dude, I did get that link for uh, Harvest Man Records 856 at com. So thank you, by the way. Yeah, no problem. Um, well, uh, gentlemen, though, I mean, I, as much as I am enjoying this uh, this conversation, uh, even though Dave and I are Central Time Zoners, uh, we don't want to keep Will up too late. Uh, we do have a little bit of Ring of Honor TV to talk about. You know, every week we talk about so much other shit, and it's like, oh, I guess we'll talk about Ring of Honor, too. So maybe we should just drop the facade that maybe this isn't a Ring of Honor podcast. No, it's a Ring of Honor podcast, Will. So it's no, this I mean. isn't a Ring of Honor podcast, Tom. This is a Scum of Honor podcast. Oh, God. Did you really go there? It's inside Scum. Scum was all over the screen. I mean, it could have just been called Carino of Honor, because, I mean, Steve Carino was really just all over the episode, oh. but over and i mean it's weird that you know scum doesn't have like an acronym no it's just scum yeah it's no they uh they said it on the show i didn't write it down though they did say four words that it stands for did they oh damn i missed that too yeah they said um oh man uh i have notes here too i should have written it down and i don't remember what it was steve carino ultraman no, I don't think it was that simple. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds. It, I mean, sounds all about right, though. But we're we're in the middle of the hostile takeover. Everyone, episode episode eighty, Ring of Honor TV. Yeah, I, I right always, here. I it always means... do this in my notes. I'm like original air date. I got March thirtieth, two thousand twenty three. I'm like, no, that's tomorrow. It's two thousand thirteen. <sighs> so, I had the uh, scum meeting. It's a uh, suffering. Chaos, ugliness, and mayhem. Really? Yeah. There was a lot of chaos. They're they're not the prettiest looking guys. Okay, they're they're running mayhem, and Tom is suffering. So yeah, yeah checks all I mean, the boxes. Um, I mean, I don't. Jimmy Jacobs. I mean, is a pretty good looking dude. Actually, Kevin seen this too. He's a he's a waif. He is, he, 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 he is a waif. So. That Lacey song was something else. I'd never uh, listened to that before. <laughs> yeah, that was that that it was something. But that was I mean, so obviously that was just before the the time thing fucked me up because we were talking about how like Matt's like, oh, this is like post decade stuff. And this is when he was gonna leave. I'm like, I thought the event they were talking about was like way older, but it's like it's not. I'm not good at placing stuff chronologically if it's outside of like the, the main 
source that I'm looking at. Yeah, because like, decade, decade, that's coming up, right? That's not we. That's, that's not before. Because that's okay. when you get uh, Adam Page as their young boy. Interesting. So the the kind of culmination of that decade story was at Supercard Super that they reviewed on Monday. Okay. Interesting. So. Um, well, listen, I mean, like Will said, we are, uh, it's episode 80. So it means it's episode 66 of Ring of Honor Revelry. Um, but yeah, we start off with, uh, you know, the promo from the week before, you know, Scum and all their new members, blah, 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 blah. Nigel comes out, retorts, you know, next week's going to be all Scum matches. And he tells everyone to make a deal with, with the devil, prepare for hell, insert yawn, blah, 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 blah. Um, so I mean, listen, David, obviously you haven't been watching as regularly as we are. Did this promo kind of get you up to speed a little bit on kind of what was going on? Um, yeah, it gave me a good enough idea, to, but I'm also okay. like a 20 plus year wrestling fan, so I kind of kept on pretty quick, right? Yeah, it's it's like, I mean, I don't mean to sound exasperated because I mean, we've been watching every week, so I mean, as you refresh eyes on it, I kind of you know take that for granted, so I do apologize. So, no, um, you're good. Yeah, will do you have any any comments on that uh that little promo package here to start the episode? No, it's uh, I mean, if people were watching the last couple weeks, I mean, they were getting really approached the same recap package every. It feels like for like two weeks running, right? So like something will happen in like the next two weeks, you get a, a flashback of it. In case you forgot. Yeah. Um. But uh, then uh, we do get a, a Kevin Steen promo. We do get some uh, loose mock Nancy unsettling differences and uh, Kevin Steen, but we haven't seen him since the anniversary show. Right. They, say, they, they said that we haven't heard from Steen since final battle. He's going to break his silence within the hour. And then like his music hits. They're just like, oh, yeah, oh. here he is now. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, oh OK. He's um, supposedly the leader of this, you know, renegade faction. They're just kind of like, oh, yeah, there's Kevin. Yeah, uh, so Kevin Steen does come out, uh, but before he can start, uh, this will be a running theme of this show. Uh, Jay Briscoe interrupts him. Uh, you know, talk some I, shit to Kevin Steen. I was gonna say, I thought you were gonna say Carino interrupts him. Oh, that happens later. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Jay Briscoe. So basically, uh, to keep everyone, you know, if this is your first episode, you know, of Ring of Honor Revelry, basically Jay Briscoe will be battling. Uh, Kevin Steen at Supercard of Honor uh, for the Ring of Honor title. And uh, if he's not still champ, because uh, the show that David almost watched, uh, actually the main event is Kevin Steen versus Mark Briscoe. So, um, yeah, at least if you get a chance, like I said, I mean, those house, those quote unquote pay per views, house shows, whatever, are usually pretty fucking good, to be honest with you. Um, Will we, I mean we've had bad segments, but they're I mean those big quote unquote pay per views are usually been pretty good, eh? Lately they have. Some of the older ones are stinkers. Yeah, I mean the the all well, the battle in the Carolinas kind of definitely drained it a lot originally, but um I forgot what Jay said here, but basically he's just like, you know, I'm gonna take your title. I've been here since day one. Uh, you know, Steen retorts. Um, am I whistling anything here, guys? It wasn't too long before Carino interrupted, so yeah, it wasn't much. Yeah, like this part where Briscoe's like, "You're messing with my ring of honors, my life. Ah, You're messing yeah, with my right. livelihood." And yeah. Steen goes to say something about how he respects Jay Briscoe. Carino's like, "No, no, 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 mm, mm, mm." Yep. 
And Steve Carino comes out of the crowd, uh, insulting Jay. Yeah, that's right. Listen, I, 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 my notes on this suck. Sorry, guys, but yeah, he's I, like, I watched this at work, so I didn't take any notes. Not like because you know I'm normally very prepared, very studious. Many notes, many, many, many not notes or anything, but uh, you know, but you know, Carino comes out and insults Jay, and how dare he be in the ring with Kevin Steen? And then Jay's basically just claps back at him. He's like, "What are you, Carino's bitch?" Um. And then at some point, Steen just gets up and leaves, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just not giving a fuck. Um, yeah, and then uh, I don't think Carino obviously realizes he leaves, so Carino bows up to Jay, uh, not realizing that uh, Steen doesn't have his back. Uh, but then, of course, Scum comes out, you know, and then CNC Wrestle Factory comes out, and um, yeah, basically so the they first go... match is underway because all the matches are Ring of Honor versus Scum, but none of the matches are announced. So not even commentary is aware of what the matches are actually supposed to be. Yeah, so David, did you kind of get the gist of that? That's kind of what was going on here initially. Like, I mean, did they do, do a good job of preparing you for that? Yeah, yeah, I was aware that all three matches were ROH versus Scum, like okay. going into it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and they, I mean, they went in the into that pretty quick. You know, and then uh, you've got our first miss. So it's uh, and basically, and it turns out it's going to be CNC Russell Factory, uh, versus Cliff Compton and Rick Titus. And uh, you know, on this, Kevin uh, Kevin Kelly and Lacroix did a good job of really kind of explaining, um, you know, why Compton's so pissed. You know, and it turns out that obviously he knew uh, Jim Cornette because he's an OVW, uh, previous um, WWE guy, and someone else was talking about Deuce and Domino earlier this week. I was like, oh, I know which one of those guys is, um, you know. So, and then obviously, you know, talk about Rhett turning on his mentor and how he's been passed up, and you know, and all this good stuff. But uh, hey, yeah, don't any, save, any... save some for uh, inside scum with. Well, yeah, it's true. Yeah, they did a very good job on that. But uh, yeah, I mean, thoughts on the match? I mean, I thought the match was okay. I just don't like Cliff Compton. I don't know why. I think this might actually be the first time I've ever actually seen a match of his. Um. This bothers me. It reminds me a lot of uh, someone we'll see on Supercard of Honor, Machine Gun Carl Anderson, because I know they're boys and everything. But I know I'm going to catch you for that. But I, mean, I don't. I don't really have a whole lot of input here. The the I feel like this episode had something good in the middle, but the the opening match and the closing match just didn't really do a whole lot for me. Yeah, David, uh, I really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Nope, sorry. Yeah. yeah, no, you're good. I, I thought it was fine. Um, the two things that I took away from it really were <clears throat> more, uh, it was cool to see Cedric Alexander. This is like the earliest match I've ever seen him in. Nice. Um, I became a fan of him through PWG about two years later. Okay. Uh, nice. But I had never seen him really this young. Um, it was also cool to see uh, Caprice Coleman wrestle. I've never seen him wrestle. I thought he was pretty good. Yeah, if you get a chance to dig it back in the archives, I mean, CNC Wrestle Factory, they had a pretty decent run there in 2012. Um, mm-hmm. They were definitely a high spot, um, you know, f- for them. So, I mean, if you get a chance to check out, um, I'm sure I could probably think of a couple matches, but yeah, those those boys could go. They're very oh, yeah. good, very good combination. Yeah. Um, but I was gonna, I was gonna kind of bring this up a little bit later, but we'll, um, I mean, it's pretty much at this point we're kind of seeing CNC. Kind of get pushed to the background here a little bit. Would you kind of feel the same way, or am I just kind of jumping the gun because we kind of know what I mean, happens in the future ev- here? 
I mean, everything's kind of pushed in the back, right? Because it's they're they're so focused on the scum storyline. That that's really the only thing. That's the only story they really have running. Like they yeah. kind of dropped the story for the TV title. There really isn't a story for the tag titles right now. There's not. There isn't even really a story for Kevin I mean, Steen, right? I mean, there's kind of there, but I mean, Nigel just came out and just said, "Oh, here's the list of people who are challenging." It's like, so we don't get any kind of build. We don't get any kind of process. Just told this is what we're getting. And um, yeah, and listen, I know we're kind of sidetracking here, but I I'm not sure because I know. Well, how do I do this without spoiling what happens? Um, I mean, because I wonder if this is because obviously El Generico. That's right. Don't don't spoil something that happened ten years ago. <laughs> I know, but I mean, we're 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 sticking with you know the 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 episode. We don't want to spoil it for you. Never know. People may not have seen, but obviously, uh, you know, El Generico has recently passed away. You know, in an orphan fire, and his alter ego may be wrestling in Florida right now. So I think maybe that uh, we'll just leave it at that. Um, but really quick to end the match, you know, um, you know, Jimmy Ray comes up, he pushes Cedric off the rope. Uh, Jimmy uh, Jacobs gives Cliff Compton the powder. He throws it in Caprice's face, and then uh, Red Titus comes up and our uh, Caprice eats a drop kick uh, for the win. And uh, to be honest with you, gentlemen, that drop kick from Red Titus was by far the best thing in this fucking match. That thing was a goddamn uh, thing of beauty. Well, that's, I, that's, why it's, that's why it's his finishing move. I was going to say, yeah, that's uh, – and he nailed all of it. Um, you know, he really does have one of the best uh, drop kicks in in, uh, in wrestling. So if, if this is supposed to be this big old war thing, right, why isn't there more Ring of Honor people at ringside to kind of even out these numbers? Yeah, because you mean I mean all of scum's out there except for Steen and, and well actually Rhino's not out there yet. Yeah, it's yeah. But then after the match, I, uh, so this is the... my favorite part of the episode is after the match concludes and there's just more schmozzing happen. Mike Mondo runs out and starts starts clearing house. Then he starts tangling with Jimmy Jacobs and. Paul Turner ring or was Paul Turner Todd Clare one of them rings rings the bell. Match yeah. number two was just now. Yeah. Which I kind of like, oh my, is this just gonna become like part of the fray? Like it's just gonna be like there was a pinfall. Like whoever's like in the ring, like that's match number two. Just keep it going. Because to jump ahead a little bit, and they're like, oh, third match, we're gonna loosen up the rules. So it's like, have they just accepted that this is just gonna be like a mess the whole night? Yeah, and uh, and I was just like, wow, I mean, there's five guys, and Mike Mondo is the one that just clears the ring. I mean, obviously, we're fans of Mike Mondo on this podcast, but uh, ooh, just uh, five guys, huh? Wow, I did not even do that on purpose. <laughs> I told her well, Cold School Sonata, he watched <laughs> Rocky. Um, but uh, real quick, David, so how familiar are you with uh, Mike Mondo before you saw this match? Uh, I've only heard his name. I've never seen him wrestle. Because he was, he was definitely... part of the Spirit Squad. Oh, was he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So I have seen him wrestle without my knowledge. Yeah. I try to um, purge the Spirit Squad from my mind if I can. There was a. It was kind of a rough promo, but he he cut a promo 
a while ago where he pretty much shot on that where he's like I gave up like the green uniform and like all this other stuff and it's like because I, I wanted to he still kind of comes off as a goon but he's supposed to be like mm -hmm. I'm going to be more serious mm -hmm. yeah and he was definitely I mean going in uh he was definitely a pleasant surprise for Will and I in 2012. Obviously, I don't, I don't mean to talk for Will, but I'm I'm pretty sure he's pretty confident that um, did, Mike Mondo did, really did kind of not, impressed us. Did not expect Mike Mondo to be one of my favorite wrestlers coming out of 2012 watching mm -hmm. Ring of Honor. He's just super intense, um, but he got hurt. And he, does, uh, and he does the goofy, like he's still doing goofy, like when he was billing himself where it's like he's 205 and a half pounds. And he's like, they have to build that half pound to get, like, all the mast. Yeah. He tried to bite out TJ Perkins' eye. That was cool. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and funny, I, I'm going to not to put myself over, but uh, after we saw that, you know, we tw we tweeted at him. I'm like, yeah, what? I mean, he was like, it was ask actually one of those I, um, ask Mondo anything questions. And I just asked him, he's like, well, he gave me the eye. I took the eye. I'm like, Mike Mondo, you now have a forever fan here, so. Um, I do. I, I, won't, to... I won't. I won't say. I think. I wouldn't say. I agree with all of his opinions, but he does share insight on wrestling. He he offers to review matches. Yep. Any wrestlers listening? And I've offered. I mean, up to hundred bucks. I mean, I will pay. I mean, I'll pay for any. any yeah, twenty bucks and no review. I'm like, I'll pay for it. So that offer still stands. Um. And uh, will I do need to track down you a, a Ring of Mondo T-shirt for both of us? So, gut check time. Yeah, um, but they do cut to commercial. Uh, so, David, I've got a, another question here for you. Um, how do you feel about Eddie Edwards as a pitch man in a commercial? Um, <laughs> I <laughs> more action. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was it was out there. It was something else. I mean, it's kind of a, the bummer because like Tom and I have talked about it. How there's a Ring of Honor at this point has a lot of great wrestlers, a lot of great in ring talent, but not a lot of personalities. Mm -hmm. Like even your most, even your most prominent people. I mean, short of like Steen and like Carino and the Briscoes, there's really not a whole lot of like personality pizzazz and mm. personality going like the american wolves killer tag team like you could argue they're probably the top tag team at this point mm. like peak of their career but you put them in front of a microphone it's like oh yeah they've only got half of the package pretty much yeah i get what you're saying and, and why they have him doing ads <laughs> I, I i just don't I, get it i thought it was funny when they when the wizards talked about Adam Cole being on commentary, yeah, you know, it, it's like, oh no, he still sucks on commentary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because at at this point of Adam Cole, he's still a good guy, but he's the aw shucks, you know. I'm he's still I, he's still just like plucky baby face Adam Cole. Okay. I tried my hardest, and it's uh, I mean he gets fiery though, and you see a little bit. Um, I lost uh, my title. But I'm gonna still fight like a champion. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it was a corny little thing. Yeah, it was it was good to get some fresh eyes on that. So I've been I had that on, in my notes here specifically. So I was like, <laughs> why do they have him as a pitch man? But uh, uh, uh yeah. I'll tell you this, I'll tell you straight away. Uh, probably halfway through his pitch, I was like, oh, 
yeah, cool commercial. Let me go on my phone and check Instagram right. or something. It's like, yep, I gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah. It's... Yep. Right. Two others on a two others on a skip for thirty seconds. No, oh, yeah, boy, that'd be real nice, like it used to be. Hmm. Or if you yeah. could watch it at a, not one speed. Oh, hmm. yeah. To uh to briefly just jump back uh to the beginning of the second match, uh, I do want to say as like someone who's not an avid watcher, I thought that the um the chaos of jumping from the first match to the second match, I, I kind of enjoyed it. I thought it uh, fit the mood of the show, of the episode. Oh, absolutely. That, like, that, you know, metaphor, like, my ears perked up when that happened. When it's like, oh, we're just going to get underway. Like, the the ring is cleared out except for these two people. They're ringing the bell. It's like, oh, this is, this is the second match. It's like, okay, I'm down. Like, let's just keep it going. Yeah. And obviously, I mean, you're you're a, a very big quote unquote wrestling historian, so obviously, you know Jimmy Jacobs and his whole history and everything, right? Obviously, so yeah, um, yeah, I, I love Jimmy Jacobs. I mean, listen, I, I I say this all the time, but I if anyone should write a book, I would really like to peek into that guy's brain. He's he's yeah. uh, he's wrestling this weekend. Hmm. Nice. Who's he? Re- or, uh, where's he wrestling? I believe it's for GC. No, not GCW. He's wrestling uh, Blackwood. Oh no shit, Jesus. Actually, yeah, right now uh for AAW, he's uh, he's got a few going on with Mance Warner that was a, <clears throat> a lot of blood and a lot of fun. So which will culminate one of my favorite moments in, in wrestling history, but that's another podcast. So and not, um, not to super sidetrack, but we brought I brought up this weekend. Did you guys see in the Discord the latest match announced for Supercard? No. Uh Mm-mm. Tanahasho oh. and Daniel Garcia. Oh shit. Oh wow. Yeah, it should be a good match. Interesting. I mean, I, I'd say I'm sold. I'm not gonna buy it and watch it, but I'm I'm kind of sold on El Hijo de Vikingo and Commander. Like that would be enough for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the tag too. team the tag team ladder match is gonna be really good too. Shout out to Brandon, so. That's gonna be a good fucking match. And Daniel Garcia, I'm I'm listed. I'm I'm a forever fan of that guy too. So he's he's always he's so been very good. nice. So yeah. Um, I hope Shibata he... kills Willer Yuta on Saturday. <sighs> like straight up mercs him. Like pulls out a gun, just like caps him. Yeah, Dave, are you gonna watch Supercard of Honor live? Well, are you gonna watch it at all? And are you gonna watch it live at all? Or I'm not completely sure. So the original plan, I think, was for Mike from the Discord was going to do a watch along. Oh, nice. Uh, I don't think he is anymore. I think he's doing WrestleMania instead. Um, so apparently, I don't know if this is true. Maybe you guys would know. Um, I don't know if you can watch. Like, do you have to pay extra for Supercard? Yeah. So, okay. so I so I Honor the Club the doesn't moment. Honor Club doesn't include the new pay per views anymore. Yeah, that's wild to me. You, I think the TV should they, be free and pay per views should be included. They stream it on. Bleacher Report, right? That's or, mm-hmm. and then ninety days later, you can watch it on Honor Club. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't like. I mean this with like all due respect, but I've moved on after ninety days. Like I don't care anymore. I'm I'm into what's happening now. It's three months Yo, later. For real, that's like I was. I mean, I was at death before Dishonor. I didn't really care, but now it's like, oh, you can watch it now. It's like I'm good. Like yeah, we're, we're way past that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I have a tough. T- I mean, I, I mean, I'm not gonna pay for it, uh, so I'll be watching it on the dark web. So I just have a tough time finding quote unquote live, you know. So I usually just watch it the next day. So yeah, um, 
you know, I mean, I, I mean, I do not feel guilty with. I, I've literally been paying. I've literally had Honor Club. I paid them nine ninety a month since March of two thousand seventeen. So I do not feel bad about this at all. But no, you've earned it. Listen, uh, yeah. Ring of Honor was my first ever indie show. I, I don't know. I, I've been with you for a while. Like, give me a pay for you, man. Come on. We're we're nice. we're grumbly about it because just because you used to get like first dibs on tickets, you used to get like deals on merch, you used to be able to buy yeah. merch before it hit like the general like sales floor basically. Mm-hmm. And you got the, the you got the pay-per-view, like there was just so many benefits to it. And now it's like there is no benefit to Ring of Honor's Honor Club unless you want to watch Ring of Honor. And your benefit is you get to watch Ring of Honor. Yeah. Like that's yeah, I thought it. about I thought about joining Honor Club years ago when it had all those benefits because uh, I started going in 2014 and it, it was I was going for a while to like every Ring it's, of Honor in the East Coast and I was going to like every CZW. I was doing that for years. Nice. It's probably better that you didn't because now you're not salty like me and Tom about all the stuff you used Fair. to get. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, if you're a new subscriber, it is a decent value for $9.99. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, for, for what we used to get, so... Um, what and was I mean, uh, the, so, the new Ring of Honor has been good? I haven't watched any of it yet, but I've heard it's been good. It's been good, yeah. I mean, Tony Deppin's on my screen, so that's always good. True. Um, I, I do enjoy Tony Deppin, but uh, David, what was your so I uh, said Ring of Honor was uh, what was the show and where was it? Uh, it was oh, I have it written down. Um, it was the Summer Heat Tour Day Four. Uh, from the Pennsylvania National Guard Armory, August 9th, 2014. Nice, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want, I mean, you know, come back. And so, I mean, that's only a year and a half for now. So, I mean, it's mm-hmm. probably, you know, it's one of the things. So, we'll uh, we'll definitely have you back on to chat about that. That'll be fun. I'd um, love to revisit it. Yeah. Because my, have you have you watched it back since you watched, since you were there? Mm-hmm. No nope. door for stuff like that. Um, not yeah. to put myself over, but uh, as I finally was, uh, one of my Patreon subscriptions, so I'm actually we're doing our Wizards Rewind of my first Ring of Honor show, which is 2017. I know. Mm-hmm. Tony's thrilled that he gets to watch another Ring of Honor show. And if he doesn't <laughs> like this show, he doesn't like he doesn't like fun. I was going to say, yeah. don't say Tony doesn't like wrestling. He does. He likes Bruno mm-hmm. San Martino. Yeah, I still need to watch that documentary. So, And, and he uh, likes a lot of he was very positive on the WrestleMania card. Yeah, true. He's probably smoking in predictions. I think uh, I think he'll be all right after what I did to him for my episode a couple of weeks back. I think he'll be okay. Yeah, that was fun though. I enjoyed that, so it was good. Uh, it yeah. was good. It was good to see on my YouTube machine. So, yeah. Uh, but, but guys, we actually do have a, a TV episode to talk about. Um, yeah, basically uh, a decent match. Will was it Mondo look a little slow, or is just my mental attitude watching this match? Is your what too slow? Was Mike Mondo a little slow in this match compared to what he's been? I mean, he did break his ankle. Shadow's ankle. I was, was going to say, who who knows how good he actually is? Since they said, oh, he was supposed to be out a year, and he's back in four months. So is he a little slow? I mean, he also had that really clunky the, the spot with the turnbuckle where he took like the cap off and like stuff mm-hmm. like that. That took a little long to get to where it got to, and it's like, oh, what is he doing? Yeah. So I mean, we're still big Mike Mondo fans. So yeah, basically, David he broke his ankle in the in the match, 
but then jumped up on top of the entrance and jumped down again in the same match, which is dumb, yeah. you know. So he's a maniac. I mean, he, he's a monomaniac. So, um, I mean, yeah, it's also just that athlete mentality of, yeah, I'm a little hurt, but I got to finish yeah. the game. Yeah, just spit on it, you know, you know, do what yeah. you got to do. Uh, but high fivers out there, like I said earlier, I do need a Ring of Mondo t-shirt for me and Will. Uh, so anyone, you know. We're, people... we're putting it on the list. We got to find uh, some possible shirts. You got to find some Ring of Mondo shirts. Yeah. So I don't some, want some of those smart. old Some of those old uh, Briscoe Brothers shirts that aren't on the, the PWTs. I really like the Redneck Kung Fu t-shirt. That I might think, be on. That might be on PWTs. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, I ordered a shirt from a friend of mine. Thirty-eight fucking dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah. P- PWTs blows. I'm still going to get the Mark Briscoe Christmas sweater though. But that's cool. Um, but real quick to wrap up this match, uh, you know, in the end, uh, you anyway, know, back to Ring of Honor. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Jimmy Jacobs, you know, gets the pin on Mondo, uh, you know, so they're up to nothing. He used the ropes, so obviously, you know, it's uh, you know, some shenanigans. I, I, I kind of dug that, like they 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 O'Connell they O'Connell rolled like across like corner to corner. You mean the Okada, the Okada roll? No, it's not an Okada roll. It's an o- <laughs> it's an o- it's an O'Connell roll. I'm going to I'm going to Japan and order an Okada roll in my first sushi bar. That might actually be something, so be careful what you ask for. Yeah, as long as they don't break through, they 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 roll trading the pin exchanges, and Jacobs has enough distance where he can reach back and grab the ropes, and Sinclair misses it. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, the, the the matches themselves have been okay, but the two endings were pretty good. Um, it's an interesting choice, like to have Scum totally dominate the night like because even if ring of honor won and they're like oh it's a triumph and it's like you're still down like you still lost more than you won. yeah and this is an interesting combo i mean we obviously haven't seen jacobs and mondo wrestle before no i mean i think this match was good is it is it worth the rewatch yeah like i said the the like i kind of got pulled out of it with the, the corner spot, it just took a little long to get there. And he's like, oh, he's stuffing his arm down in there. But then he pulls, like, his whole arm back out. Except for his hand, it's like, oh. Oh, no. Hmm. Yeah, spots like that are always a little tough, where you're like, yeah, just, like, wiggle your hand. It'll come out. It's no problem. Yeah. So, yeah, because, I mean, last year, I mean, he, he did the gimmick, like, he did something different every match. You know, I mean, this was different. I can't say that I can't say I've ever seen anybody pop the cap off the corner post. Mm, that's well, yeah, that's a well, that's a Freddie A high spot now, but yeah, that's a little smarky for everything. But uh, before we continue, gentlemen, any other thoughts on this match? Uh, no, I don't think I have any notes on this one. Uh, just that. I think Scum is a good name for this collection of people. Uh, and that I would have more than likely had one of those shirts if I was a fan back then. Just because it says Scum real big across the front. I don't know. It's just my style, I guess. Yeah, it's hilarious. So, I mean, like, I mean, Will and I have been watching Scum for, what, four or five months now? And you've been watching for a week and you already know the acronym that we did. Yeah. Well, it's just because they said it. I was like, I wonder what that stands for. And they 
you know, they called it out. So I was like, oh, that's what that's, I, I don't know how I missed that. So that's that's hilarious. Uh, um, I think I was um, paying a little too much attention just because I was trying to get some good notes and make sure I was educated on it. That's all. No, I, I mean, that, that that's highly, highly, highly appreciated. So, um, Will, you got any other thoughts on this before we continue to your, your favorite segment of the week? I was going to say, you don't have to worry about taking notes because every almost every week, because there there is the oddball episode, like last week, right? There was no, uh, no inside. Uh, there was no inside segment last week. But we have inside Ring of Honor, but cut the music, cut the video. It's inside Scum. They got new music. Kevin Kelly's locked in a closet, and Steve Perino is Jay Lethal's father. Yeah, this was pretty wild. And this was like they're setting up an interesting dynamic, and it's the dynamic between Carino and Kevin Steen. And it's one of those things where I feel like it's, I feel like we're not going to get as much time as this really should have. Mm hmm. Because jumping kind of to the end of what we saw, like I started, like Kevin Steen cannot really get a word in without Carino completely cutting him off, and it's really out of place from where Carino was like leading up to this, where he's just like, "Oh, listen to the chant. It's all about Steen. It's all about Steen. It's all about Steen." Now all of a sudden he's like cutting him off, and he's like, "It's like this, it. It feels like they rushed it a little bit." So we'll see how much time. They actually get to this before this reaches some kind of like payoff. But we get uh, Carino kind of giving us the rundown of all the the new faces of Scum, kind of a reintroduction to Cliff Compton, to Jimmy Rave, uh, Rhett Titus, to Matt Hardy. It was listen that part of it. I mean, I did as a storytelling device. I really did. I kind of like it. Um, so I, just kind of, they, I just wish they mixed it up a little bit. It felt it felt long because they're he yeah. was very kind of monotone. It's like here's so and so. They wanted uh, this, and they this is how Ring of Honor treated them. Yeah, basically. Oh, yeah, he just kind of basically acknowledges, you know, first with Brett that obviously, um, and he throws a little shade at Kenny King. Uh, so David, I don't know if you know, so uh, All Night Express, Red uh, Red Titus, and Kenny King. Won the titles in July, tag team titles July of 2012. Kenny King gets signed to Impact the, like a week later and leaves while they're still mm. champion. Um, so that was pretty funny. But yeah, Rhett basically, you know, he was the overlooked one in All That Express and he's even overlooked with Jay Whitmer or with BJ Whitmer. And then, like Will said, Cliff Compton's been kicked out of all the companies. Uh, he was promised by Cornette, but he never did because I guess Compton and Cornette have history back to OVW. Uh, and then, Jimmy, now Cornette's gone, yeah. And our, yeah, which we're very thankful for. Uh, Jimmy Rave has gotten his own way, but he, you know, he's cleaned himself up. But you know, even after he cleaned himself up, after all he's done, Ring of Honor never called him. Um, don't you know he works with kids? That was a weird line, I guess. This thing, um, obviously, Matt Hardy has rightly been disrespected by Ring of Honor. Uh, he's got so many tw- uh, like millions of Twitter follows, uh, still not showing respect. And he, I guess, he yelled Ring of Honor on Monday Night Raw eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know anything about that? Yeah, when he was uh, feuding with Edge, I believe it was. Um, when he was, uh, and this is like so long ago, I just, I, I don't remember a lot, but him and Edge were feuding and uh, Hardy was talking about leaving the company and going to Ring of Honor instead. 
And I don't remember if it was approved or if it was like a contract negotiation gimmick that he did, like on his own. But yeah, he was screaming Ring of Honor on on Raw. I vividly remember it and pulling oh. away and him screaming it. Oh, that's not bad. I don't know. Um, yeah, and then uh, so yeah, that was basically that. And then obviously you got Kevin Steen versus Briscoe in the main event. Uh, and then Kevin Steen cuts a promo. Uh, Jay Briscoe is toughest. Blah blah blah. I do love that Kevin Steen. I don't know if you guys noticed this. Uh, obviously, I'm a Stephen King mark, but he was wearing the Ick Pound T-shirt. That was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, but like Will said earlier, Steve Carino just interrupts that promo. I guess it's a pre-taped, and you know, and that was Ring of Honor. Inside I love Ring that he was losing his mind. Like even as they're cutting away, he's like, "I told you not to air that one." Yeah, yeah I, I enjoyed it. To be honest, I, I, and like the cutting, like we're going back to the program. He's just like, "What am I supposed to do with this?" Yeah, yeah, I've seen Carino as more of a, a an even keeled person for the most part. So to see him literally spitting mad at the end of this was was kind of funny to me. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they did a good job. Obviously, the breaking down scum and what everyone's gonna do. So, you know, and obviously, there's obviously dissension between Kevin Steen and Carino. So, uh, but Kevin Steen's not mad. You know, he's been very even keeled during this whole thing. You know, even leading up to this, he was talking. You know, now that Jim Cornette's gone, you know, um, that's why he wanted to destroy Ring of Honor. But he's just like, well, I love Ring of Honor. I'm proud to be champion and all this stuff. So kind of definitely against what SCUM stands for. Because obviously. Like if, mm-hmm. if that's what the point is, and that's what the, the friction is between them, I wish they would kind of explore that a little more. Because it just feels so jarring from them being so buddy-buddy one weekend. Now all of a sudden that SCUM's taking over. There's like so much like tension between them and Karina's like stop talking don't don't say anything or if it is because Steen's like no I love Ring of Honor I just hated Jim Cornette and like that's the whole beef I wish they kind of like leaned into that a little more and maybe like played with that a little more before now yeah but you know you only get an hour a week so so yeah I, I yeah, I wonder if things kind of got a little rushed because of external circumstances. But I do want to shout out my good friend Jack and Mary. They were uh, definitely hard cam this entire episode again. I just saw them on Friday, so shout out to those two. Uh, but then real quick, I mean, they're doing their little promos, but uh, an American Wells promo, like we talked about earlier. Yeah, because they're wrestling Red Dragon for the tag titles, but you wouldn't even know. Red Dragon's attack chance because we haven't seen Red Dragon in what two weeks, three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> another uh, like we talked about with Eddie Edwards. You know, no disrespect to David Davy Richards and Eddie Edwards. I mean, obviously, no, maybe, the... maybe some disrespect to Davy Richards. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, I thought we weren't talking about that. Will, um, yeah, his promo is bad again, but I mean, I'm pretty sure. It's I... like... He's Davy Richards, and I'm Davy Richards, and I'm he's Eddie Edwards. <laughs> Wolves and awkward throat cutting thumb gesture. Uh, is it the same promo they've been airing? Right, I think. I think this one might have been different. I honestly I haven't paid enough attention to the phone. You know, and it's probably funny. They probably took them eight takes to get what they got. But then we got a main event here, real quick, gentlemen. Um, a six man match. Uh, with uh, Team Ring of Honor, we've got Jay Lethal versus uh, with Jay Lethal, Michael Elgin, and BJ Whitmer. And then uh, Steve Carino comes out and sends, uh, comes up two to nothing. 
They're not going to lose. It's going to give Kevin Steen the night off. You know, that was very nice of him. I'm uh, surprised but, the crowd didn't kind of turn on that note about saying, nah, Steen's not coming back out. Like, oh, wow, really? Like, oh, we paid for all this? I mean, we were here for four hours to see Kevin Steen for two minutes, so... Um, yeah, because basically they've been this taping. This is probably what their fourth or fifth episode uh, at the same taping. Uh, crowd's still into it like they usually are. So, um, yeah, it's going to be versus Matt Hardy, Steve Carino in a suit, and Rhino. And uh, basically, the match starts off with a fight, you know, go figure. Uh, but somehow, Jay Lethal and Steve Carino get separated, and all the shit that Steve Carino's been talking to Jay Lethal about. How's his dad? He's been fucking his mom, blah, 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 blah. Offers him a scum shirt, but obviously Jay Lethal does not accept said scum shirt. A little snot rocket. Um, yeah, Jay Lethal just a, sorry if I could quickly yeah, interject. No, I, of course, yeah. Jay, Jay, Jay Lethal is uh, from Elizabeth, New Jersey, so he's scum whether he likes it or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well played, my friend. Well played. That's the only um, thing I could think of. Yeah, no, that was, that was perfect. But uh, yeah, I mean, that, this... that comment's in good company. I don't. I'm not uh, not a not a Jay Lethal guy. Yeah, um, not not at all. So, and uh, basically, this match, I mean, it breaks down to a fight. Somehow, Jay Lethal, Michael Elgin get strapped to the ring ropes. They, they and, get uh, zip tied to the outside, so we get we get this spot again where like the good guys are all. And again, nobody comes out to help. No, nobody comes out to like, hey, we need to get a win because they've already said that they're, they're relaxing the rules. They're just like, you know, they just pretty much let them do whatever. Like, don't even worry about them tagging in and out. Like, yeah, it was it's gonna be a mess, and the good guys get shackled. And yeah, BJ Whitmer attempts to make some kind of comeback. It's a fucking spear, though. I mean, since Rhino's come back, the spears he's been hitting. I mean, I know obviously it's his gimmick, but um, BJ you know, Whitmer also sells amazingly. That's yeah, BJ Whitmer is the man. So, uh, what you, yeah, David, what do you think of that spear that BJ eat in this match? Like, whew. Uh, the match as a whole, it was a bit of a mess, but I felt like it it fit the tone of the night. Like I said earlier, um, spear was the gore was was good. You know. Uh, Always been a Rhino fan since ECW days when I was far too young to be watching it. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I thought it was. I, I thought the entire show, not to like skip ahead, but I thought the entire show was was passable. I thought it was fine. Yeah, it was. Um, and uh, basically, they they lift him up and they uh, hit the twist of fate. So obviously, you get Matt Hardy his moment. He gets the pin, uh, and then Jay Lethal and Elgin get loose. Uh, chase off, chase off scum. And then uh, Jay Briscoe comes back out and he's going to save Ring of Honor. So, so the Supercard of Honor, the sling comes off of me and the Ring of Honor world title comes off of you. I thought that sure. was a perfect exclamation point on the end of the episode. Short and sweet. This is what's going to happen. That, that'd wow. be a great closer to a go-home episode, except for we get mm-hmm. one more. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. Huh, I actually missed there. I missed a lot of I don't know what I was thinking. I watched this tonight. Just watched an hour before we recorded. So uh but for the first time though, so this is a, this is new, David. They've never done this before. Uh they do a little promo at the end of the show uh for Supercard of Honor. So I'll just go through this real quick. But uh Jay Lethal's basically tells Michael Elgin that he's gonna shatter his glass. 
Uh, Charlie Haas is going to guarantee that Sheldon's not going to show up. Uh, Rowdy needed machine gun Carl Anderson. He's shooting blanks. Uh, American Wolf say words. Uh, Bobby Fish with his stupid promos, like you're going to get kicked in the back of the head, and then you're going to be dropped on that very same head. Uh, Matt Taven looking very dapper, by the way, so he has not looked this nice. Uh, with his little promo with Truth Martini. Truth Martini calls Fat Hardy and Cutie Adam Cole. Uh, Steen wants everyone to know Scum plans. Uh, he doesn't, oh, yeah, uh, everyone wants to know what Steen, the plans are for Scum, but St Steen doesn't care. Uh, it's one of the most anticipated matches, but Jay's also a bridesmaid. Uh, and you're going to, and basically Jay comes on. You're going to have to kill him, take the belt. Then there's going to be a 10 man tag team match. Awesome. With Mondo, CNC Russell Factory, Whitmer, and Mark Briscoe, our boy, the National Treasure, versus Jacobs, Compton, Carino, Rhino, Rhino and Titus. Again, um, I know I went through it pretty quickly, but uh, real Will, obviously, it's the first time we've seen something like this. Will, what do you kind of think of this this little promo package here at the end of the episode that they've never done before? I remembered nothing from it until you pointed out. How Taven was like dressed up, and I do remember that, but I don't remember any of the other ones. Yeah, that's pretty good. And then David, obviously, so I mean, um, this is kind of a really good segue here. So with that promo, would that promo have piqued you to buy Supercard of Honor ten years ago? Like if you just uh, stumbled on this and like, oh wow, what's this? Yeah, I think it would have because it, you know, with there being a million people in Scum, it kind of reminded me of NWO and. You know, the glory days of when I was like really, really into it when I was like yeah. 10, 11 years old. And I, I think I would have been intrigued enough to keep nice. watching. Yeah. <clears throat> and then overall, so I mean, so um, you said you, this is a, a passable episode, but you know, like we always ask us that if this is your first episode of Ring of Honor TV in general, um, mm -hmm. would you keep watching Ring of Honor? Yeah, I think I would. I would come back. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, obviously, I know this is not your first episode of Ring of Honor TV, but, uh, your thoughts? If this was me ten years ago, the the recognition of knowing a Matt Hardy would have kind of kept me interested in like again, like I've said, you know, the, the recognition of like a Matt Hardy of Rhino. Oh, this this episode felt sloppy. Like I, part of that is the point, so that's fine. But it's just. I feel like we saw a lot of stuff that we've already seen the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's it, it's different. Like I said, I mean, with David being your first episode, I mean, it definitely makes sense. But like, it's it's interesting. And I mean, now would I mean, how would you have felt that this was the actual go home show? I I think I think this would have been the better go home show. I thought that it was. Uh, you know, by the time that I finished watching, I, I think it would have been better if it was. Yeah, they they definitely need to work on their timing of when they release the episodes on TV. Yeah, because I mean, like I said, with that with that line, you know, this, you know, this sling or this, you know, um, this brace comes off of me and that belt comes uh, comes off of you. I yeah, I actually missed that, but that's a pretty good line. Like I said, well, that would have been mm -hmm. a good way. So we'll see what we have next week, but. Interesting times. Interesting times. But yeah. So, I mean, what, uh, I mean, listen, was there anything you would have done different, David, or anything that really kind of piqued your interest in general that you're going to kind of shout out here as we're kind of wrapping up a little bit? 
Um, I mean, I, I thought the chaos of the show, as I said before, was uh, for me as somebody who hasn't been kind of burned out by it in the last couple of weeks to months. Um, it was cool to me. Uh, okay. The the show felt like anarchy, and every once in a while, I enjoy that. Um, I'm reminded of like some stuff that I've seen at indie shows, like you know, I was at an indie show where New Jack came out and was doing like a beat down for like two and a half minutes and they never shut his music off. I'm like, this is like an underground fight club type of thing with this loud rap music playing in the background. I love it. I love chaos in wrestling. If it's uh, within reason, no uh, syringes or anything like that, you know? Oh God. Yeah. Oof. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, that that's a good point. So it's, it's always good to get, you know, a fresh pair of eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a little hard because with the passing and we actually, we didn't saw uh, uh, shout out to Jay Briscoe. Obviously, you are missed. I know I say it every week. Um, you know, with the passing of Jay, we kind of got his history, so we know what's coming up here a little bit, which kind of ruins it a little bit for 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 me at least. I don't know about you, Will. Um, yeah, I don't. No, was... I don't think it's going to necessarily be a clean win, right? We're we're starting to see some dissension and scum. Maybe that plays a part in it. I'm looking forward to seeing how the match actually goes. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's like, I'm saying like we've seen it all before, and it's it's just a time thing. It's like uh, David when Scum first came out, because initially it was just Steen, Carino, and Jacobs, mm-hmm. and then at the anniversary show, like everybody else, all of a sudden was part of Scum. They had Rhett Titus do the whole like T-shirt gimmick, where it's like. Oh, he rips off the Ring of Honor shirt, and it's a scum shirt underneath. They had mm-hmm. Matt Hardy do the same thing, like in the same two moment. minutes, two two minutes later, in the same segment. It's like you guys literally just did this. Yeah, it's a bit much. So it's like the zip tying to the ropes. It's like I get why they're doing it, and it makes sense for them to do it. But it's like we just saw them do this so recently that it's like mm-hmm. you don't need to zip time. There's like six more of you guys to them just beat them down like keep throwing right. around the barricades make some noise like yeah yeah that makes sense to me because then when they like the people from the back come out and they cut elgin and lethal loose and they kind of like chase them up to the ramp it's like well you're not really following them like you're being held back and they're just like walking away so it's like this doesn't really feel like ring of honor is that gung-ho about beating him yeah, yeah, I think it's a fair point. I mean, there is also like no roster, so I mean, we're we're seeing pretty much the entirety of the roster out there in in that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the roster's a, li- a little a little thin to say the least. So, um, yeah, and like I said, this is the fourth or fifth episode at Chicago, so they basically did a TV taping after the anniversary show, and they just kind of tacked it on there. So, um. Yeah, I mean, we will see, you know, what happens in the actual go home show. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see. So, um, will what is your excitement level coming up here for Super Carter Vonner, um, this year for 2013? For 2013 Super Card, um, I think there'll be a couple matches that will be good. I mean, if. I'm supposed to be riding kind of the hype that the weekly TV has been giving me. I don't know if I'm like stoked. 
I bet you Lethal Elgin's going to be a lot of fun. Lethal Elgin will be good. I know you, you've called it a snooze about Roger Strong, Carl, uh, Gina Carl Anderson. You know, Roddy's Roddy puts on a good match, so it's like I'd be interested. I'm interested in that. Obviously, the main event, very interested in. Tag match will probably be good too. I could care less about the TV title right now. That it's such a. Yeah. Like I, it mean, really, I mean, the TV I... title really the whole time hasn't really mattered who holds it because it always feels like even if somebody is champ, they don't necessarily have the belt. Yeah, it started off pretty hot with Lethal, but yeah, after that. But I mean, yeah, you know, I don't like Machine Gun Carl, but he is coming off. I mean, he was a G one semifinalist um, eight months before this, so obviously he's at the peak of his career. So it'll be good. Let's yeah, I mean, let's I mean, like Matt posted uh, in the in the Wizards Twitter, you know, I mean, Roddy Strong is just a fucking freak athlete. Oh shit, yeah, David, you didn't get to see Roddy on this episode, did you? No. No, but I've seen him wrestle so much. I know yeah. he's good. I've seen him live more than once. It's yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, he's I don't know if I've ever seen him live. Yeah, because he, he's not really part of this feud. He's not really on like the Ring of Honor side. He's not blind to the scum. He's just not part of the which I kind of wish they had booked it in a way where like there's people like him, like Charlie Haas came out the week before and called out like anybody, like hey, anybody ring of honor people want to come out, anybody from Scum wants to come out. Like if people who weren't necessarily like on a line were kind of forced to kind of like play to a side, like how involved are would a Roger Strong get? Right? Is he gonna help out the largely babyface group? Or and align with scum, or is he going to be like, well, you guys are kind of ruining all the shit that I'm trying to get done. Yeah. So, well, gentlemen, um, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, before we pull a, pull a train into the station here, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, no. I mean, I think I I covered everything in my notes. I think I'm pretty much covered. It was a very passable, fine episode for what yeah. it was. Yeah. Will? Don't eat the yellow snow. Yeah, because probably Tom Pete on it, so... Yeah, like the advice it's, my mom used to give me. You know? That's it's, it's good advice, so... Um, well, sweet. Well, high-fivers, uh, thank you so much. And so, David, obviously, thank you. It was great to see you, my friend. Uh, yeah, listen, you were definitely when... Will and I were kind of percolating this idea of kind of switching up a little bit. Uh, you were definitely very high on the list, so it's good to have you on. Yeah, you know, it was so, fun. Um, you know, definitely one one of our family members here. So it was great to see you. So, uh, but I'm going to quit rambling here because uh, it's past midnight over by Will. But uh, high fivers. We will talk to everybody next week.